uh, TG3, uh, yeah, Trilla G, ay, ay, MCB, Pragmatic, and Lego. The Abstract Athlete Podcast, a collision of art, sports, and science. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. Appreciate our listeners and our sponsors for their amazing support. Remember, if you have any questions or comments, please send it to info at theabstractathlete.com. Do not forget to listen to our new podcast we have on the Abstract Athlete Network, the Abstract Doctors Podcast with Dr. G and Dr. C. And you can follow us on social media under the Abstract Doctors or check us out at theabstractdoctors.com. Also excited about One Man's Ethos Podcast with Tony Mandrich. Follow us at onemansethos.com or on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at One Man's Ethos. You can also check out Tony on Instagram at Tony Mandrich or check out his amazing artwork. His photographs are incredible at TonyMandrich.com. Stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, for information on subscription boxes and upcoming events and workshops. Make sure to follow us on all of the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Super excited to have an incredible Incredible artist and former Davidson College track and field star Michaela Binter going to chat about her amazing track and field career at Davidson College. Also going to talk about how she got into creativity and how her artistic career is flourishing since her graduation. Make sure to check her work out on Instagram at mkay underscore 15. That's on Instagram. Also wanted to give a huge shout out to her friends from TG3 for providing the music for today's episode. And you can follow them or check their work out on YouTube at TG3. Let's welcome Michaela Binter. You're all ready to rock. I like that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, are you painting right now? Yeah. um, I'm at Davidson. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, we, 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 we we jump right in. So we're, we're rolling. So, but no, it's a, it's super cool to meet you. Um, for one, I'm like really glad that Percy put us in contact with each other. And I have a funny story when I was doing a little background, you know, like check on check, whatever info stuff on you. When I, when I went to the, uh, I think it's the Davidson track and field stuff that is on you there's a picture yeah. of you, there's a picture of you on the pedestal or on the podium not the pedestal and the girl from <laughs> the girl from vcu that's in that picture was in one of my art classes oh really yeah so small world <laughs> okay super small world <laughs> it all comes together so um but thank you for doing this like this is again like i'm really glad that percy put us in contact uh i think what you're doing is awesome and I think what you did being a student athlete and taking art classes and getting a degree is like really tough. That's literally one of the reasons why this business kind of came about is my business partner and I were college athletes, but we're creatives now, but we didn't do those things necessarily at the same time. So, yeah. um, 
go for it. Like this is your platform. <laughs> um, oh, wow. like I know, I know that's like a really open question, but I, I mean, I do think like, you just graduated, um, in spring, which had to be really weird, um, because of the timing of COVID and everything. And, um, do you guys, would you, did you guys end on the A-10 championships then? Um, was that the end we, of your season? Yeah. So indoor A-10s was the end of my season and that was in February. Right. And that had just like, that had to be like absolutely bizarre. Yeah. Um, I actually like, I was talking to some of my teammates when I, when we finished, like, so we finished competing, um, we were cooling down. And then I just kept telling them, I'm just like, I'm just so happy that I got to compete with you guys. Like, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And then they're just like, they, they were like, Oh, um, like, why are you saying this? Like, it's your last time competing with us. Like we still have outdoor, but I was just like, I know, but like, just in case, like, just so you guys know, like you guys have been so great to work out with, like train with, and like, you mean a lot. Um, and then, and then our season got cut like two weeks later. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) so I'm glad that we had that moment together for sure. Well, I, you know, I do, I mean, obviously I like to talk about, about, you know, the athletic stuff that you've done and, and are you still doing, I maybe in some capacity. Um, but also like, you know, like how I'm always curious how, how you got into art and like where, where you are with art now. Cause I, you know, I've noticed you like, you do a lot of really great kind of socially based work you just did a you did a piece um uh, uh, called 846 which you did um of george floyd and is that in the davidson is that am i getting those two confused was that in the davidson Um, locker room oh no the david actually if you want i can show you oh yeah yeah. um okay cool there's some music playing but that's all right we 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 add um, music to (laughs) awesome um, but the, um, the 846 was highlighted by, um, Davidson college athletics, um, because that's how I was spending my time outside of school as we were finishing up virtually. Right. Um, but the piece that's in the weight room right now. Okay. Okay. I'm going to flip my screen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. And then it goes all the way down. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so that's like. I want to say it's 125 to 26 feet long. And good for um, Davidson, and then, like for the athletic department, for being so uh, empowering to what you're doing in in yeah. your academic stuff. I mean, like it's – I do think things are changing in that, in that world where athletes are – and this sounds weird, but are allowed to be creative, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Not – obviously – athletics has its own creativity embedded within, you know, the, the sports realm. But I think a lot of times, you know, we're, we weren't supposed to be like creative in terms of like, you know, painting or drawing or whatever. So Yeah. hundred percent. It sounds like you actually had a really good athletic department coaches or whatever that really kind of pushed you in that, in that regard, which I think is like really awesome. Yeah, um, uh, the weight room coach who I didn't have personally, but he like runs our weight room, came up to me and said that he'd seen like the projects I've been doing over the course of the summer and was really interested and wanted to know, like, first of all, how much it would cost to do a mural and then if I would do one. And I was like, absolutely. Um, But the one that he was thinking more of was um, what 
or it was more like a panel. So uh, obviously I haven't, I haven't exactly started that one yet because I didn't think the long wall would take as long as it did, but it's amazing. Like all the students, athletes that like I've, I know and have come in to see it or um, even participated and helped paint some pieces of it. Um, they all love it and they've been telling me like super great things about when they're working out and they get to see it or like look up and see it. Yeah. And so you like, let's maybe like get into, so you, you're from New York, um, Mm -hmm. from Rochester, right? And so you do, did you get a minor in art or did you get a, like, cause I know that you, you also majored in biology, which is like, mm-hmm. like you're all over the place in the coolest <laughs> ways to me. Um, but did you get a minor in art or did you double major? I double majored. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, great. Yeah. And so, did, I mean, did you, I'm like, I, I'm always curious about these things. Like, were you always creative growing up? And, and like, did you go into school? Like, I am majoring in art. I don't care what people say. Kind of <laughs> that mentality. Okay. Um, I knew for sure I was going to major in biology. I thought I was going to only minor in art. Um, I thought it could be like an on the side thing of just like, oh yeah, like I do art on the side, but I'm also doing low key like art therapy or, um, I'm in pediatrics and I'm doing art therapy. Um, and then I was going through the minor and I was about to be done my junior year, I want to say. And then to finish off the, the minor, you have to take junior capstone, um, and so by the end of junior capstone, I was super ready to just jump right in. Plus, had I, uh, with the major, you got a studio. Yeah. Um, and so I was also really, Bonus. right. <laughs> so I was really excited for that opportunity too to like have my own creative space on campus. I wasn't just like my room, um, especially since I'm a messy painter. Like I get stuff every way, everywhere. So um, I felt bad anytime my roommates came in and I was doing art because I just had it everywhere. Um, so not only do I have my spikes everywhere, I have turf everywhere and then like painting and art supplies. So I was just like, yeah, let me, (laughs) like, let me relax and get my own studio. Um, and then actually I'm really glad I did because, uh, it actually really pushed me to, um, decide what it was that I wanted my art to be and what I wanted it to look like and say. Um, and it also allowed me to test out different mediums. So like I'm, I guess a mixed media artist at this point where I do photography, I paint, I draw. Um, and I've started to move into digital art too. So it's been like a really explorative experience. And I think the mindset as an athlete has really allowed me to flourish that way. Uh, because as athletes, like we're told to, like obviously we train to make sure that um, our skill sets and our approaches, our <laughs> events are like all on cue. Um, and art kind of, I feel like it's the same way. Like it's your 10,000 hours. Um, obviously I'm nowhere close to 10,000 hours, but, um, I know that practice makes perfect. So yeah, I've just been, I've just been trying to master my, my mediums and master my, um, my style so that I can like, so I'm journeying through that currently at the moment. I think, (laughs) I think that's where I'm at. But you said something there that I, I, I talk about a lot, um, out in the world with the business, but also to my students is that I think does get lost is that art is a practice and mm-hmm. you do get, it, you get better the more you do it. And, but yep. we don't think about it that way. Like we, I mean, we obviously, we talk about sports that way and it's, and it's obviously mm-hmm. true, but it's like, it's one of those things where I think people, 
the discipline of being an artist gets kind of lost in the oh it's just fun and which it is don't yeah. get me wrong but it, it is it but it's it's also just a, like a really important aspect to our mental wellness to our like obviously since covid started everybody's stressed out everybody's like anxious and creativity is like such a great way to just go and i'm I'm sure Mm -hmm. that like you having it kind of embedded within your structure as an athlete during college it was like really beneficial but also because i mean you're studying biology (laughs) that's not easy i mean i'm sure that those things like really had reciprocal benefits in in lots of ways yeah um actually i talk about this a lot um biology and art are like very similar um even though like we think about them differently they're very they're like similar subjects to me in the sense of like in art you have to know how to see and then in biology you have to know how to see um you have to know how to ask questions you have to know how to problem solve and then be creative in two different senses um so like when i think of the most is like in my histology class we looked at slides of different um basically just different slices of like human body parts. So it would be like, oh, well, here's a cell from your liver, from your stomach. Um, here's like a slice from like the brainstem um, versus a slice from like the amygdala. So it's being able to see cell structure. Um, and so like with that, you have to re- be able to recognize not only where, what each cell and where they are located, but then also just like their function And so I feel like it's kind of the same in art. So like you have to know what brush, what can, what cap will get you this line and then how to apply that in different scenarios. So, um, and then like also just being able to see your own stuff and like see other, uh, other artists things and then just being able to analyze it and then come up with like, um, not only being able to explain why you like it or what you see or what makes sense to you, but then also, um, communicating that to other people so I think it's a mixture of like that accessibility and then also um you know creating proximity to yourself and then other people in that sharing of information right now I I it's funny because I actually I think that there's a total scientific element to being an artist that oh 100 the exploration the 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 kind of test testing things daily on it, you know, and I, I to, not to put a story to you, but when I was at Ohio State, and I, I played baseball at Ohio State, and then I quit school for like eight years, and when I, came, mm. I was not taking art the first time around, and when I came back, I, you know, as studio art, you know, in, in the painting department, and I remember like I used to call the studios labs, and one of my <laughs> one of my professors who actually is the reason why I ended up down at VCU, used to give me shit about it you know, but, and, and because it's like, it's a studio, it's a studio. And at the same time in my head, and I actually talk about this a lot when I do artist talks, it is a lab. Like there is that sense of exploration, like what, what you're, you know, like really talking about that overlap of biology and, and art to you. And I, I mean, I love that because I do think again, art gets kind of dismissed as just like playtime, but there's so many things uh, to being creative that really are so important to us as humans, um, you know, mm-hmm. like self-expression, like, you know, again, like you, you doing some of the, this work that I, you know, is not only important to you, but I think it's important in the world where like it has a social 
intent and, and component to it that I, you know, I do think that those things go beyond just playtime, obviously. Yeah. And, and so I think that it, you know, it, it's, it's its own language. And I think that those things oh, absolutely. Like, are important. So. Yeah, it definitely crosses boundaries. And then something else I think about too, is that um, art, there's a, there's like that process of working through um, a piece, an idea. Um, I talk to my students a lot about <laughs> process um, because it's so important to recognize not only where you're going or where you think you're going with the piece, but then also just like um, how you're working through your ideas, how it's becoming from phase one to phase two, and then potentially going back to phase one, but then you jump to like phase four. Like it's, um, and then like understanding how you work in that sense, because it also is a process of like self-discovery almost, um, because then you honestly, like you have to really think about how you think um, and then recognize your abilities and then apply them in whatever fashion. Um, so like whenever I, I, lo- about, I love like, that, think, books. think about how you think, because I mean, yeah. because it's true. I mean, I think that's, that's one of the, the areas in being a creative person that does get lost is that we are constantly up here. Like it's, you know, you never stop thinking about stuff. And like, I always say, cause I'm an abstract painter. I always say I paint ideas and what the hell does that mean? Mm. You know, but it's like, yeah. it's kind of like along the same lines is think about what you think. And that to me is way more difficult than studying for a test, you know? <laughs> Cause it's, yeah, it's so much introspection and then just like understanding yourself at the most basic levels. Yep. Um, and so I do abstract paintings most of the time too. And um, it's funny because I'll ask my friends, like, what do you see? And then they're like, is there a right answer? No, there's no, there's not a right answer. Like, (laughs) this is art. Just look at it and then tell me what you see. Um, And then they get confused by that question, especially if they're not artists. And those are my favorite people to talk to about art because they're just so like, um, it's almost like a wall. So like, like, okay, Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, so what do you see? And then they're like, um, circles, colors. I'm like, okay, but like, like what, what about those circles? Deeper, what about get those deeper. Shades? Yeah. Yeah. Like what does that color make you feel? And then they're, and then they're trying to associate like feeling like human emotions, human concepts with something that doesn't look like anything. Um, and trying to like apply the thing, like those critical learning skills that we have from high school, from college, um, and then applying it to something that's kind of foreign. And so I have fun with that because I understand like not only biologically how they're looking at it um, because of how like we process art and how our vision works. But then I'm also just kind of wondering, just like from their own individual perspectives and experiences, how they apply themselves to things that are foreign or unusual to them or they're just not used to. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I love that. I like that, that, that whole that whole space is always just so fascinating to me about mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's humanity <laughs> to break it down in like right. the, the smallest sense. But so you're you, like, what are you planning on doing? Are you, are you thinking of going to grad school? Like what's, what's like part of, cause I mean, and well, I guess, do you, do you still run? You probably don't run to the, or you, you probably don't do it to the extent that you used to practice, but, um, yeah. I mean, I assume like you're still like on a daily routine of sorts. Um, yeah. Um, I run when I, I, 
we had a really sorry i'm gonna go back i'm i'm gonna backtrack yeah, um yeah. i had a really great conversation with a coach with one of our coaches um over the summer um she had a call with the seniors like we'd have a call like every couple months um to just check in with each other um and so she just said something really awesome that really stuck with me um it was just like don't feel like you have to run because you don't have to like there's nothing telling you that you have to now so because of that like whether you choose to or not it's okay um and she said and if you and if you feel like you have to do something or you have to run then it's going to just create a really negative relationship with that um with that experience of something that you used to love so she's like so when you feel called by the universe to go run go run like if you feel like that's what you need to do then do it so I so I haven't really been running regularly, but when I feel called to do so, because sometimes that's how I clear my head the best. Like um, I and it's sad that I realized it out of track and field, but like over <laughs> right. the course of quarantine. Um, but yeah, definitely running is a great way to clear my head. I'm able to process things a lot differently. It's almost the same as processing things with art. But I feel like art kind of plays more into your emotions rather than running. Like with running, I'm not focused on what's going on up here. I'm focusing more on like my physical body and my um, like my body positions, how my form is and things like that or like how tired I am. Um, but with art, I feel like it's more up here right. than anything. Um, so and you it's were, like you it's were a different a, kind of processing. You were a heptathlete and a pentathlete? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Like that's, I mean, that, those things always fascinate me just because of, you have to be good at so many different things, you know? I mean, it's true. Yeah. Oh, it's, um, it's funny. My, so my high school coach wanted me to do the pentathlon for almost like two years. And then I finally did it my senior year. Um, and I was super nervous coming into Davidson because I'd never thrown javelin in my life. It's illegal <laughs> for high schoolers to do in, in high school. Um, really? so I've never picked up a ja- Yeah. So we're not allowed that. to throw javelin. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So in, in, in the high school setting, you can't, but in for like AAU track, you can, but I think you can only use the rubber tips, <laughs> but I still never did it there either. But, um, so I had never picked up a javelin. Um, I wasn't really a sprinter. And so <laughs> I came in and they're like, all right, so now we're going to add the 200 and javelin. And I was like, and javelin. Um, so surprise. Yeah. Right. So I was like, well, at least I don't have to learn how to pole vault. So that's cool. <laughs> um, but it was, yeah, no, honestly, um, I think about it a lot in the sense that like, it really helped me be able to recognize just like how, how I process things. Um, just like the different forms that my energy can be put out and then also conserved. Um, it made me more aware of, uh, just like my physical body and like how I move in space. Um, but then also just like thought process wise, it also changed how I focus on that. Um, and then obviously we could probably go into like every event and how that has drastically Im- like impacted my life. Um, but I think I was talking about it best with my, with the head of my school that I work at right now. Um, he used to high jump. And so we were talking about the fact that high jump and a lot of these other track events just prepare you for failure. Like it's a bad thing. <laughs> That's to like say. art though. So <laughs> exactly so like it's they're like the commonalities are just so crazy um so we were just talking about like yeah like there's gonna be a point where you just have to fail you just have to stop like you're just gonna have a point where you can't go over the bar you don't make it to the next round of finals you don't like you don't podium you don't do this you don't break a record you don't do anything you don't pr 
Um, and then you just got to live with it. Like you got to do it, be like, dang, that stinks. And then move on. Um, and so like arts and exactly arts the same way, like you're going to have an idea. It's either going to come out great or it's not, or it's somewhere in the middle, but regardless, you learn a lesson from it. And it's then how you take that lesson and then apply it in the future, which is, it's just everything, <laughs> everything together. Just. No, I, I it, you're, you're speaking our language. <laughs> I mean, completely <laughs> like it, it's, it's really funny to me, you know, like just those overlaps. I always, I always use the baseball analogy because I was a baseball guy, but baseball, if you are succeeding 30% of the time, you are at the top of the game. And so like, mm-hmm. I always say that about art. It's like, if you're succeeding 30% of the time as an artist, you're doing really well. You're doing it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, and, but I think we're, we're just set that we, that failure is a bad thing. And, and it does mm-hmm. sound bad, but it's like, that's where you learn. I mean, yes, yes. Um, that's actually something we're trying to do with our students. So um, a lot of them, because uh, we're at an independent school. So obviously like it's a college prep school. So sometimes they get like extra stressed about things, especially when it comes sure. time to grades. And so I've noticed that even in the freshmen, like they're very like particular, very, uh, yep. uh, what's the word I'm looking for but you know they get all tensed up yeah yeah for no reason I'm just like why are you so tense in an art class like this is supposed to be where you have the most fun um so my so my teachers and I were talking about how we should just give them the worst mediums not the worst but like just the messiest mediums to where it's just like no matter how particular you try to be no matter how meticulous you are it's not gonna work like you're just not gonna be able to do it and just to force them to fail on purpose, yep. just to have them experience the fact that this is gross. This yep. is a disgusting piece of art, but guess what? In the best way. <laughs> In the best way. Like, just like it's as, it's as perfect as it should be. Um, and so like, they'll say like, oh, well, I don't like that. Or like, that's not good. I don't like this mark. It's just like, why? <laughs> and so we've been talking about like, just handing them just whatever so that, um, they have to make something ugly so that they know whatever it is that has just been created and now exists in this world is just as beautiful as the thing that they'll spend however many hours on. Yep. Um, yeah. Cause that's where, again, that's where we learn our best lessons and it, that goes for sports that goes for art that goes for even like in our educational systems, that one test that you fail, that'll set you right. Yep. <laughs> That's true though. I, and it's, it, it's, it has to be thought of as not an end of the world thing, but I mean, it, again, right. like when you're a kid, like, or younger, you don't think about it like that. Nah, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, because it is the end of the world because everything is so, it's so compacted in, in the, the world exists is that big, you know, the size of yeah. the size of your, your group and stuff. So it's, it's, it's tough. And I, but I, you know, like the older, the older I get, like, you know, just like kind of understanding these things and wishing that I actually had some of these models, at, you know, during my time that, cause I always felt like I, you know, this, one of the things my business partner and I talk about is like, we always felt we were kind of the weird ones in some ways because, you know, like we, we we were the athletes and stuff, but we also like, you know, we're artists and you're like, you're not, you're not supposed to do yeah. that shit. And so yeah so uh-huh. 
I think about that too. Um, I mean, like a lot of people at Davidson thought it was really cool, so I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. But definitely in high school, it was um, it was weird because I would spend time with the art kids, and yep. then I'd spend time with the athletes. Yep. And then the athletes are looking at me like, yep. Yep. And I'm just like, I'm not sure what you want from me yeah. because I'm not going to stop this just because you guys think it's weird. Like yep. <laughs> if anything, um, I'm learning, like if anything, I'm learning more about myself doing both than if just doing one. Absolutely. Um, and, and then also it's just like a nice little party trick too. So <laughs> when it came time to like team things, yep. um, like, you know, like paper plate awards or whatever, like guess who got the paper yep. plate award to do for people. So. What you mean? This ain't season rice. Uncle Ricky always looking out. Feeling like it's a family cookout. What you need? Baking with cheese and nine talking. Want to take a quick break. Make sure to check out. Michaela's work on Instagram at M-K-A-Y underscore one five. And again, a big shout out to her friends from TG3 for providing the music for today's episode. You can check them out on YouTube at TG3. Also, do not forget to listen to our new podcast on the Abstract Athlete Network, The Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C. Follow us at theabstractdoctors.com and on social media under The Abstract Doctors. And One Man's Ethos Podcast with Tony Mandrich, which you can follow at Instagram, uh, One Man's Ethos. And you can check us out at onemansethos.com. And do not forget to check out Tony on Instagram at Tony Mandrich or his amazing amazing photographs at TonyMandridge.com. Now back to Michaela. That's great. Yeah, I love that. So I mean are you so you're teaching right now. Um, and is that something that you're wanting to do in the future? Like are you are I did I mean we got off yeah, we did get off but, track. <laughs> no, that was my fault. I asked too many questions. But I mean, are you thinking of going back to school? Like, I mean, is it something like teaching or coaching is something <clears throat> you think about in the future? Oh, absolutely. Um, so right now I'm actually going to be coaching a middle school cross country team for a couple weeks um, for their virtual races. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, and so I'm actually really excited because I get to do recovery day. So best believe. Um, oh, there's going to be art in that. Gonna, oh, absolutely. You're like just some kind of like creative thought process, um, some kind of meditation, some kind of mental health checks, because um, that's what really got me through uh, through Davidson was not only just running, but then also my coach knowing and understanding how we all functioned as high, high strung type A students and athletes. Um, so I'm definitely a, um, I'm about to apply that for real. But um, I. I love teaching at Charlotte Country Day. It's been a really exciting time because um, they're they're excited about me and then I'm excited about being there. Um, and so I just have like a million ideas and then I'm, su- I'm supported by a bunch of faculty who are also ready to have and do all of these ideas. Um, I So I definitely would return like if I'm offered the position. <laughs> um, I also would love to get my MFA because um, things are going in a crazy direction. And I think you would be really like, um, not that necessarily to say that like I need it, but it's something that I know would help push me further. Um, And also just give me the vocabulary and language that I want to apply in a more accessible sense. um, When I have people asking me about my work in the street. Uh, and then, so then, then it's kind of like a mixture of like an educational piece, but then also creative thinking. Um, and then, so I guess I would do both of those things. Uh, I would love to coach. 
all the time if I could. Um, and I think I'd be a really fun art teacher. I think, <laughs> I think so. Um, so yeah, like, uh, definitely those two things. I also love community engagement. So a lot of the projects I've been working on involve community engagement. Um, and so that's something I definitely want to push forward also. Um, I'm not sure in what capacity, but I do know that like educational programming, community service and art work together really well, um, including biology. So it's I feel like there's just like a lot of potential and like a lot of options. But you want to go you'd want to go like, back to school for art, not biology. You wouldn't. Yes. That's cool. for art. Okay, great. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, because my technically my bachelor's is in science. OK, cool. No, that's I like again, like you're in it, like you can tell, like that's the beauty of it, because again, I, I just don't think people understand how tough it is to be an art major when you're a student athlete. Like student yeah, athletes wake up in the morning and their day is built, and it's just like, and I know that that's kind of true, of, you know, a, a lot of people. Like it's not, but it's yeah. it's it is it's it's a, it's a tough thing to be a student athlete. It really is. It is. Um, yeah. So it helped for sure to like add that kind of structure to my day. Um, but the art program here at Davidson, like does demand a lot of time. Um, so there would be times where I would definitely be stressed out. Um, and that's actually how I learned how to paint really fast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so my, my professors would actually be kind of not mad at me, but they would be like, um, I came in like a couple days ago and this canvas was not anywhere near this. How long have you spent on this painting? And I'm like, Oh, I don't know, like 12 hours, <laughs> but like, um, what it would be over the course of like in increments of like four or five hours. Um, so it would only be a couple days. And then I would have like a piece that I'm like, you know what? I'm finished. Like, I don't want to touch this anymore. Um, and it's gotten to the point where I can do it like quicker now which is funny and I'm not sure if that's because of just like the mural things going on over the summer where I've had to be fast or um or what like I'm not really sure how that happened but But I don't think it has to do with like art never has to do with time and I always say that one doesn't yeah no I just I always say that you know one of the bigger things of going to art school is kind of really understanding yourself as an artist what it means, like what it means to edit, what it means, you know, how do you, how do you work? Like for me, I have to work on multiple pieces at the same time, because if, if same. I, if I do, I'll, I'll throw everything into one painting and it's like that, then it's just That's awful. a lot. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> yeah. awful. And it's like, so to, to disperse my visual language out, like throughout multiple paintings, it makes sense. But it t- that's one of the bigger things is like understanding that in school, like trying to figure out how do I work as an artist? How do I edit as an artist? What's important to me? And, you know, like you said earlier, when, when you're, you were saying your friends, like were looking at the work, it's like, there is no right or wrong to this. There's no right or wrong to making it. Now there's good or bad to, to yourself as the individual, which is the most important right. part about it. There's also good and bad to people that are viewing it, which doesn't really necessarily mean anything, but I, exactly. you know, um, but it is, I just think that all that stuff like is really important about, you know, like kind of, I don't want to say art arts education, but how you like kind of understand yourself as a creative. And cause I, you know, like I, we, we come from this place that we're all creative people. It's just most people stop. 
and, and, yeah. and we're trying to get people back into it. You know, literally in whatever capacity they are most comfortable or have yeah. the most access to. Um, and so that's what a lot of my community engaged projects are is, um, looking and talking to communities who have space and who have, um, calls for positive imagery, for representation, for everything that, um, I guess like works into community, uh, beautification projects. Um, but then like asking them at the most basic of levels of like, what do you picture for this mural? What do you picture, um, like on this street corner, like what are some things that you just want to see that you would be actively, like you would want to participate in or even like just learn how to do. Um, because there's something magical that happens when you hand someone a paintbrush again, they're like a little kid. Absolutely. Uh, it's just, and, and it's like, what's wrong with that? What is it like? Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, it's beautiful actually. It is. That's why I love, I love uh, getting people involved in the painting process. Um, because I'll have, like, for example, this the piece that I just finished, like, yesterday, um, I had to, some Charlotte Symphony string players, like, add some spray paint to it. Um, and I was just like, yeah, if you just spray paint in this shape that I made, that that's perfect. And then they, of course, like, how many people in their lifetime hold a can to, like, make art? Um, and so it was just so funny watching them because at first they're like, yeah. Tentative. Super nervous, really, yeah. really hesitant. Um, and then when I'm like, yes, absolutely, like keep going. And then they start getting comfortable and they're like, wow, this is cool. Yep. And it's like, how come we don't do this stuff all the time? Even if it's just like once a week of just like playing with some medium or some something. But you, it's like that thing, that thing like you're describing, it also just knocks down walls. It knocks down like yeah. cultural walls. It knocks down the stereotypes of the artist being on this side and the athletes being on this side or the business person and the, the, you know, the, the, the white collar, blue collar, whatever you want to call it. Like it, art, I mean, it sounds corny as shit, but art and sports bring people together. Like it really, mm -hmm. truly does. And, and so like you're, you're saying those things that, you know, having, having these people that are creatives, obviously they're in the symphony, like they're incredible creatives, but they're doing something different that takes right. them in a completely different direction, which I think is just awesome. Like that's just, you know, I, I love that shit. And you yeah, just did like, fantastic. so there, you just did this piece or from what I understand, like how Percy got you in touch with it, that it was like a big, um, that it was collaborative, correct? You did, you had a, yeah. you did, were you part of the, the main piece or I, like, I, I shouldn't say that like it was a main piece, but from what I could gather, the main piece was like the Statue of Liberty form, but there was also like, it was like an art everywhere, correct? Yeah, it was basically like at the Black Lives Matter mural, there was yep. just like an open air studio gallery space. Yep. Um, so it's called Untitled. And I guess technically it's also like it was a residency. Um, so they funded artists and said, hey, you guys work in not usual mediums that are found around Charlotte, i.e. like performance art, dance, sculpture, um, the basically everything that's not murals. <laughs> Um, and so they were like, yeah, so we're going to give you guys money and you can create whatever, uh, just be like black lives matter, uh, or, um, I guess like black centric and then, um, don't do anything that'll like scare people or could be like seen as like, Hey art. And we were like, okay. And, um, so there was, so Percy's group did the statue of Liberty. 
which was absolutely beautiful. And then they also had a performance piece that happened on their exhibition day. Um, there was another group, well, another woman who did painting. She did three panels of Black women, of just like self-love of Black women. Um, beautiful, by the way. She's a realist painter, and I think she does oils too. But um, so there was her. Um, there was a sculptor who did like a 3D rendition of like a peace sign. Um, there were there was another you talk about you talk about community like what no 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 i was was like you've been talking about community and what a like what a great way to bring community together you know right and it was so great because um it just like brought out a whole bunch of people so obviously the black lives matter mural brings out people in general because it's now a pedestrian walk space or i guess like it's functioning as a pedestrian walk space um but then like to just put art out on it um, and then my piece had uh, three pieces to it. So there was uh, the panels that I painted on um, a digital artist, two digital artists who created like a projection that went onto them. And then um, two choreographers who, cre- who danced in front of the panels. Um, so it was like this really interactive, um, performative space. And it was really cool to just like stand back and like watch people as they navigated through this open gallery. Um, because it's not something that you see very often, especially um, in Charlotte. It was definitely a new thing. So um, it was just like a magical weekend. Like I was just so happy to be out there and to meet a whole bunch of people who are just like inspired by not only like my works, but then like the works that were around that hit on all of these different things of just like um, Black women, like self-love, Black care, um, and then just like peace and unity. Yep. Now, I, I, I wish I would have been able to come down there because personally, I talked about i think it was the set because it went on for like a week right or there was it was uh for the entire month of october okay. but, but it there was, was like every saturday every okay it was it must have been the last saturday maybe it was the second last yeah. saturday and it he said something saturday. said something like and and i just i podcasts <laughs> scheduled and and other stuff so i couldn't come down um but it, mm. it just like the the visuals of it you know i just thought it just felt so powerful and positive and that you know again like going back to what you've been talking about with the community aspect it's just like we need that you know and what a great way to promote it so i just yeah absolutely what like i always ask these questions like on the when i'm starting to wrap up these (laughs) these podcasts but like you, you know obviously like you're you're an athlete you're you're an artist and this can be any any, it doesn't have to even be like a, like a visual artist or or um, or an athlete. It can be really anybody. But like who like, who like inspiring to you, or you know wow. like who do you look up to? Like I mean, you know I I mean I you know I do like I I always have people from different sections of my life because I you know I'll have a I'll have a baseball player or a football player, I'll have an artist, I'll have a musician. You know like so you can answer it like that. I mean, it can be, and, but it doesn't have to be anything like that you can be anybody it can be your sister it could be your brother you know like, <laughs> i would never yeah. answer my sister is in fire but <laughs> um i okay uh i'm gonna start off with this is gonna i feel like really stereotypical but i'm gonna say lebron james is my first um i'm a buckeye because, so <laughs> okay but um, it's mostly because of the work that he's done outside of athletics, absolutely, which I think is just extremely important because um, I feel like whenever people get out, they never return. 
And I think that it's very important that we like feedback into communities that built us. Um, I just did a podcast with a former NBA player, Joe Barry Carroll. And we were talking about LeBron James and, and I said something, I think we both kind of said the same thing is I I think LeBron is going to be remembered more for what he does off the court than what he does on the court, which is insane because what he does he's on the court. He's already fantastic. Uh, I, he's, he's, he's a hero. Like, I mean, truly 100%. What he does with that I Promise school, everybody should be like following that as a model. Literally. I mean, and that's what, and that's why I'm just like, that's why, that's the stuff that inspires me the most. Um, and then also just a lot of, uh, I think KD has a nonprofit that's called build it and they will ball. And that's the, um, court refurbishing, uh, a nonprofit. And so like, it's stuff like that, that I think is just like, just ridiculously important that, um, you better say Steph Curry coming from Davidson, by the way. Oh, absolutely. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Because he has his, um, he has his, uh, interactive, a uh, nonprofit for students yep. um, to help them play sports. And like, it's just, it's work like that, that I think is ridiculously important. Um, and, this, and then this, I also think about, Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say the sad part to me is like that, that stuff doesn't get enough publicity. It doesn't, it doesn't get any, no. like we want to talk about no. Katie, Katie having a burner account, but we won't say, Oh, by the way, he does this really great shit in the world. And like, I mean, LeBron did get a little bit publicity for his I Promise stuff and, and, and for the voting stuff that he's doing right now, but it's just, it's but not like, nearly it's enough not... of like the positive. We want to talk about, well, he lost game five. He didn't lose game five. Like, I mean, you know, it's just, it's, it's sad to me, like in some ways that we, we want to talk about negatives instead of the positive stuff that, that not just right. athletes, but people do, you know? Yes, Exactly. Um, and then also artist wise, I think, I think about, um, Titus Kafar or Kafer Kafar. Um, I watched a podcast on him, my junior slash senior year, um, to help me figure out what the heck I'm trying to do with art. And I was just like, wow, wow. Like it was a game changer. Um, so him, Nina Chanel, Abney, uh, Kara Walker, obviously. (laughs) Um, I love, who else do I love? Um, more locally Charlotte-based artists. Um, I look up to John Harrison Jr. He's like a muralist, painter. Um, so he's been challenging me a lot this year. Um, and then I also have like just a really great artist community who like I look up to and then also push me. Even even those who are like the same age as me, it's just really cool to see like the things that they do um, and then how we all like function and work together. Um, there's a couple other artists that I'm like losing track of right now. Um, but they also do like community-based projects. And um, I know that it's also kind of difficult sometimes because with art, um, you'll see something and you're like, Ooh, I want to learn how to do that. But you know, that's not necessarily like how you function artistically. Um, but it's just like artists who I may not necessarily like their style, but I like their process. Yep if that makes sense. Um, so like there's an artist on Instagram that I follow. Um, I think it's like little, little B goat or something like that. Um, <laughs> he draws and his drawings are just so interesting. Cause they're like, they're kind of like scratchy figures, but they, um, they'll incorporate like, um, 
like bones or like teeth or like facial expressions like on the outside of them like they kind of like hover off their face and like artistically it's just so cool because it's like straight mark making but it's like I, if I could draw like that I feel like I would just I would love my life like I'd be L- super excited. Lil Goat B is that what you said? I, I'm not sure if that's actually his name, okay. but I can definitely send you his Instagram account. No, I'm, I'm um, trying to look at it right now. I don't know if that's it or not. Yeah. Um, it's, he's got quite a few, like, hundred-ish thousand followers. Yeah. So, I, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll look but he's, yeah, he's super cool. Um, and then, of course, like, there's another guy who I really like. Um, he does, he's, I think he's almost a realist painter, but then he abstracts them by, like, um chop like he'll chop off an ear and then just replace it with like a color circle shape um and it's kind of like that balancing that realism versus how much do you actually have to render uh, when it comes time to figures and that's the stuff that i'm just like uh uh (laughs) like i just i love to look at because i'm just like dang like that's that's that that's it um so like any art that really just like i say like ooh, like that's the stuff that i'm in love with even like the kind of like the weirder stuff um, like that's the art that really drives me and inspires me, um, because that's not the stuff that I necessarily make, but I know that anyone who's looking at art that's weird or like, that's not used to art <laughs> right. thinks it's weird regardless, like no matter yep. what it looks like. Yep. Um, so like it gives me that kind of feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I love that description. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I it's just, true. I feel like it's, yeah, true. it's so true. Like literally my friend yesterday, he, he had almost like. I just saw him glitch for a second because I asked him what he thought of my piece. And he was just like, what I think, like, uh, uh, and like, that's me to weird art, like weird art that makes you ask questions, like really reevaluate, like how you're existing in space. You're like, whoa. Yeah. Trying to feel it out. And it's just, and you're just like, wow, like this giving me a whole, it's just <laughs> different. And it's cool to experience. Right. <laughs> I love that. Um, so, you know, I, I always like to ask the, 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 the random travel questions. Is there any place that you've been that you like, is like your favorite place or is there anywhere that you really want to go? And then, you know, of the places that you've been, we always ask the food recommendations because we always like to, you know what I mean? Um, but you're, you know, you're from, you're from the Northeast, um, ish. Yeah. Northeast. Yeah. And, and. Is there any like? Is do you ever want to move back to there? Like, or, or like, there, do you have like destinations in mind? Like, you have the idea of wanting oh. to go to grad school, so. Yeah, um, the only reason I would go back to Rochester is to do um, a couple of mural projects. It's been in the back of my mind, but it's not something that I've like initiated in any way. Um, uh, I really want to go back to Cali. Um, I went to San Francisco twice, once for a career, um, the Davidson College Center for Career Development had a immersive program for like four days in Cali. And we got to meet um, different Davidson alum who work at different startups, but then also like really high tech companies. So like Google and Box. And, you you better um, please tell me you got to meet Steph. I didn't. I did get to meet. I know, right? That's, um, that's but I did, the home run. Right. Right. But I did get to meet um, the guy who runs his foundation. Oh, cool. um, so he's a Davidson alum. So like that was cool. Um, and we talk sometimes. So I'm like, but, um, so there's 
uh, so we did that. But then I also went for a biology program. Um, we were there for a, a couple days for basically it was um, POC and in, uh, in the sciences and it was a conference. So that conference was amazing. People got to talk about their research. Um, some of us presented posters. Um, I presented my poster on uh, the mural panel project, which I did here at Davidson. Um, but I would love to go back to San Francisco. It's a, such a beautiful space. Um, I also went to Miami for uh, spring break before COVID like shut everything down. Um, and I loved it there. We went to Wynwood and I was just awestruck by not only how beautiful all of the artwork was, but just the fact that people could beat like paint that big. Um, So that's somewhere else I would definitely want to go. Isn't that a cool thing when you get, when you get like that, that inspiration of like scenes. I mean, see that's, but I I think like you're an inspiring person too, because like, and remember that because like you're going out, you're taking what you've learned, what you've seen to another set of like students and stuff. So I think like that, that lineage and that, that how, how it spreads, I think that's always like so important. Um, but I always, I, you know, for me, it's like the same way as like you experience in Wynwood is like when I, when I see something that just like you get like butterflies or, or goosebumps when you see something and it's like, Oh, I need to get back to my studio. And right. Like right now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, I mean, you know, like we can, we can wrap, wrap this up. I just like, this has just been like really cool because again, I love having new people thrown into the fold and you literally speak everything that we, you know, are trying to bring to the masses. Um, and you know, like really looking forward to when we get back to, I hate saying all these stupid COVID things, but when we get back <laughs> to normal, get back to normal. I, you know, <laughs> I, you know, being able to have you at, at some of our events and stuff, because again, I just think you're, you say things that are exactly what what we are trying to preach and mm-hmm. and the benefits of doing both of these things like the exercise component and the creative component and how they really benefit our lives and and stuff and um i'm just like really excited to see how your work develops you know as i am excited to see how my work develops but i mean you know but i just i always you know looking at your work after percy got us in touch is like oh she's you know like you're a badass painter and like and i think that there's <laughs> no i mean like you know I, I think that there's a lot a lot of you know of what you're doing in the world that's just is important like you're young thank and, you thank you you know and and you have that energy and, and that, that want to go out and, and change things and, and do good things and, and bring this to people. And so that was my end. Ta-da! No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely appreciate this conversation. Um, I had a lot of fun. And then also it's just really great to know that um, like, you know, you're not the only one. So yep. like when I found out that first, pers- uh, first I found out that Garrison Gist, he's a Charlotte based artist. Um, and he did the letter K in the black lives matter mural. Yep. He's a football player and he's also an artist. So we connected on that at, at the base yep. and then come to find out Percy was like, yeah, I did a little football back in the day. <laughs> yeah, like, a little football. yeah. Yep. Right. Exactly. I know a little football, yeah. but, um, he's so like seeing that he's also an artist and, yep. um, like, 
doing and like did sports. Um, it, and I was just like, wow, like there's a lot more of us than I thought there were. And so it's just really cool to be able to connect on a level like that because it's a very hard perspective for other people to understand. It is. And I think it does. And I, I've used this in multiple podcasts, but it goes to that more than an athlete thing, which all, yeah. of, all of us are and all of us were and, and all that stuff. But it's like, you know, again, like when you talk about LeBron James, everybody knows LeBron James is a basketball player. But look what he does in the rest of his life and how impactful it is. And I think that what we're doing, what you're doing, can have that same impact. We just don't have the platform as LeBron. But right. I, I still think it's all it's all in that same place. And that like I and I think it's I think it's just important, you know. At the end of the day, like that's the stuff that I think Not is super important. important. So um well, thank you so much for doing this. Like, as I said, I like, I really look forward to, uh, you know, staying in touch because I, I do think here soon we're going to be able to start doing stuff a little bit more or back to what we were doing and, you know, would love to have yeah. you involved in, in everything that we're talking about. Um, and again, like it's exciting because you're younger than us and we need, young, we need, <laughs> we need the youth and, and this thing. So, um, but it's just cool. Like, because I do, I do think that, what you're doing and, and how you're impacting and, and what you're teaching to, to kids, you know, in your class, like that's the stuff that it, it's like dominoes, you know, like it just, everything starts mm-hmm. knocking down and, and it just, it changes the way that we operate as humans. And I think it's important. So. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I was also just going to say, yeah, I love being also surrounded by um, just like older artists because obviously you guys have just like the experience, the perspective. Um, and then just like the, practice that I don't have yet so it's really cool to also talk to you guys about like your process um well not only just like how you got to where you are 100% feel free to yeah just text me or call me what I mean like you know at at one of the roots I'm a teacher you know like I'm a coach like Mm -hmm. we always like to call ourselves uh art coaches um because Mm -hmm. I think I mean because we come at it from a coaching perspective um in a lot of ways and that, that kind of, again, that, that overlap of different ways. Cause I always think coaches deal with individuals. Most of the time teachers deal with groups. And so like, for mm. me, like I like to deal with individuals because especially for art, mm-hmm. like, like you said earlier, like there's no right or wrong and you got to figure out what their, where their button is and start pushing them that way. So, mm-hmm. um, so important. Well, this, it'll probably be out in a couple weeks. Um, one of the things I always like to ask is if you have any musician friends, because we put music to all of our podcasts. Usually, mm-hmm. usually I just throw together stuff um, on on GarageBand. Um, yeah. But if you have any musician friends that would want to donate a song, we'd give them a little, you know, like shout out. Um, okay. So uh, if not, I'll just throw together music. Um, any any specific kind of music you like. Give me a direction. Um, <laughs> I like I like uh, jazzy stuff. Um, some okay. like lo-fi chill beats. Okay. Um, I actually have two friends of mine who do who like make beats. Um, yeah. and they're both athletes too. Oh, that's that's even cooler. And then like they yeah, can get, right? they can get on the podcast as well. Like it's I'm actually it's it's actually really funny because you know Percy got us in contact, but I did a a podcast recently with a. Um, he's the editorial director 
of Stanford Sports. And oh, wow. then the director of communications called me. So I'm actually recording a podcast later with um, a guy on the baseball team. Well, no, a guy nice. in the base, like currently. Oh. And to me, like my biggest thing was like, there's no compliance issues, right? Because I'm always like very aware of all that stuff. Yeah, because the NCAA, they'll come up with some yes, random things. I know. Like, oh, you I can't know. talk to this student because this. Yep. yep. And it's just like, why is that a rule? But yeah, it's okay. uh, yeah, that's like that's <laughs> an fine. entire ten podcast <laughs> series, yeah, right? So, Literally. <laughs> um, well, cool. Well, thank you again. Like, this was like really, thank really you. awesome, and it was great to like meet you, sort of in person and um right? like i said i'll let you know i'll probably use an image from here um we I, we don't release it as a video we just release it as audio but i'll use like okay. images of, you know of you to like promote and stuff and um and i'll i'll share it with you first but um but thank you and like as i said do not hesitate to like send me emails questions or comments or whatever so Cool. Okay, thank you so awesome. much. Have an awesome day. Thanks, you too. Okay. Bye. Shout out KTDD. Bye. Shout out Mr. Vicky and the whole squad. I don't miss no comments, man. Comments to comment. Feel like I got to commit when I come in. Vibe so chill, man. Union's better. So chill. Again, wanted to give a big, huge, huge thanks to Michaela for jumping on the podcast today. Really so cool to meet her and uh, to find out about all the amazing things she's doing and going to do, really. Uh, looking forward to seeing what uh, she will do in the future. Um, again, make sure to check out her work on Instagram at M-K-A-Y underscore 15. Also, again, wanted to give a huge thanks to her friends from TG3 for providing the music for today's episode. You can check them out on YouTube at TG3. Do not forget to listen to our new podcast on the Abstract Athlete Network, The Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C. Follow us at theabstractdoctors.com and on social media under The Abstract Doctors. And one man's ethos podcast with tony mandrich which you can follow on instagram at one man's ethos or you can check us out at one man's ethos.com also make sure to follow tony on instagram at tony mandrich and check out his incredible photographs at tonymandrich.com thank you for listening to the abstract athlete podcast stop by our website theabstractathlete.com and social media outlets for future events pop-up exhibits podcasts and other information including daily creative training journals and subscription boxes see you next time when we welcome an amazing artist and current stanford university baseball player justin moore Thanks again, and do not forget to exercise the body, and do not forget to exercise the mind. Stay well out there. 159, I ain't for the truck. If I got a hold at your ass, I'm a truck. Peanut butter too, oh, bet it's a grip. See, look, when I'm here, Davis saying this food, I always be saver, man, because there are people not in my place. You better give thanks for saying my grace. Appreciate all the work. So patient, holding it down and working they station, keeping that smile around that face of me, and that you, you know what that pays, baby. This is what it's like.